Welcome to A Joyful Life with Jennifer, hosted by Jen Ballou, a gold star spouse and veteran, speaker, wellness coach, and yoga instructor. Join Jen as she provides a space of wellness for veteran caregivers through coaching to reduce stress and increase energy by using three pillars of living, the mind, body, and soul. Now, here is your host, Jen Ballou. Hello, Behind the Service podcast listeners. This is Jen Ballou. I'm back with another episode of the Caregivers Coaching Corner. And if you're tuning in on the day that this is released, I'd like to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. I hope that your day is filled with love, first and foremost, filled with self-love. This is the fourth episode in the series that we are doing that's focused on the book Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. So hopefully you've had a chance to listen to the past few episodes. Like I said, this is the fourth episode. And today we are talking about places we go when things don't go as planned. And so just a little reminder, the book is divided into quite a few different sections that most of which are titled Places We Go When, not all of them, but most of them. And this week we're talking about one of the places that we go when things don't go as planned. And the things that are covered in this section are boredom, disappointment, expectations, regret, discouragement, resignation, and frustration. I want to start by sharing a quote from the book that really resonated with me. The idea of no regrets doesn't mean living with courage. It means living without reflection. To live without regret is to believe we have nothing to learn, no amends to make, and no opportunity to be braver with our lives. This week we are talking a little bit about regret, and it can be a topic that might be a little bit comfortable for most of if not all of us, it's definitely a little bit uncomfortable for me. So Brene says that both disappointment and regret arise when an outcome was not what we wanted, counted on, or thought would happen. And then she specifically says that with regret, we believe the outcome was caused by our decisions or our actions. And she goes on to say that while some people disagree with me or her, not me, (laughs) I firmly believe that regret is one of our most powerful emotional reminders that reflection, change, and growth are necessary. She goes on to say in our research, regret emerged as a function of empathy. And when used constructively, it's a call to courage and a path towards wisdom. One other thing I want to mention um, before giving some personal thoughts here is Brene says, one reason we may avoid regret is the fact that it can be accompanied by an element of self-blame and even guilt. And we might not like the accountability 
that often comes with regret. I was kind of chuckling when I was refreshing myself and reading over this section again, because there's a portion of this section of the book when she talks about regret, where she refers to the movie where the Millers. Now I have never seen that movie, but I have seen a picture of somebody with this tattoo that she refers to. And I guess in the movie, this tough kid who has a tattoo on his chest that says no regrets, R-A-G-R-E-T-S. And it's funny, but it's really not funny. I'm imagining if you saw the movie, it's even funnier, but you know, she goes on to say that it's really a perfect metaphor for what she's learned. If you have no regrets or you intentionally set out to live without regrets, I think you're missing the power of regret to teach us. So I was just kind of reflecting on regrets and One of the first things that I was thinking about is there have been times in my life where I've said proudly out loud that I have no regrets in life. That was quite a long time ago. I'm not exactly sure when things changed, although there was a significant event that I'll chat about in a minute that I think had something to do with it. But I'm just wondering if part of why I said that or why people say that, because we've all heard probably people say, I have no regrets, is that I might not have quite understood what regret is Or circling back to that thing that I shared with you is that one of the reasons that we might avoid regret is that it can come with guilt and we don't like the accountability that comes along with that. That might have very well been why I sort of lived in that place, for lack of better words, for a period of time. So I'm curious, have you, or even now, do you think or say, I don't live with any regrets or I don't have any regrets? And I would really be even more curious to hear if you're willing to share after considering the things that we talk about in this episode and maybe even doing a little bit of honest, deep reflection, if your thoughts about regret change at all. So when I think a little bit about maybe initially things that I regret in my life, they, for the most part, are all focused on or have something to do with times when I hurt somebody when maybe I didn't stand up for someone or didn't put a stop to something going on that was wrong. Those are the times that just really kind of jump out at me of things that I regret. There was definitely some sort of turning point in my life that I started to do things a little bit differently. If you've been listening to my episodes for a while now, then you might know that I am a gold star wife. I was married to a gentleman named Eddie Laredo. 
He was killed in action on June 24th, 2010. And when I tell the story, one of the many things that I share is that my life and the life of my children instantly changed. And it took quite some time for me to sort of get out of the fog, for lack of better words. But if I'm being completely honest, there were some things in our relationship and related to our relationship that I regret. Mainly conversations that I just, I wish so badly that I would have leaned forward and initiated and made happen. And really the reason or reasons that I didn't is just, it just didn't feel like the right time. Oh, we can have those conversations later. We'll work through those things later. And so I made a conscious decision at some point to really be more intentional about things similar to that decisions that I make or made really focused around this idea of people's feelings standing up for others. If I see something that's wrong, that's going on, that's wrong to stand up and put a stop to it. And those things are not necessarily easy. There's a particular instance that's coming to mind where when I was still serving in the army quite a few years ago, somebody brought something to my attention that was going on that was outright wrong. And I made the decision to do what I could to make it right and had to share it with the appropriate people. And a lot of second and third order of effects occurred. I even lost a few relationships in the midst of it all. But I've got to say, doing the right thing, although it wasn't easy, I don't regret doing the right thing. And so Brene talks about that we find that what we regret most are our failures of courage, whether it's the courage to be kinder, to show up, to say how we feel, to set boundaries, to be good to ourselves, or to say yes to something scary. She says that regret has taught her that living outside her values isn't sustainable. And that just, it really resonates deeply with me. She goes on to say that regrets about not taking chances have made me braver. Regrets about shaming or blaming people I care about have made me more thoughtful. Sometimes the most uncomfortable learning is the most powerful. And I couldn't agree more. So I kindly invite you to spend a little bit of time thinking about things that you might regret. Spend a little bit of time thinking about if you do live this sort of life of no regrets. And and if that's the case, why? Are you possibly afraid of the accountability that comes with regret? And that's a conversation that you can have with yourself. I'm definitely here to support you if there is any way that I can do that. I always like to just mention at the end of our episodes that you can email me if you'd like, jennifer at jenniferblue.com. I'm pretty easy to find on all the socials. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram, Jennifer Blue Wellness. I appreciate 
each and every one of you, and I'm so glad that you're here. In future episodes, I will continue to be talking about the different areas of this book. And so if you've read it or you're wanting to read it and there's a certain topic that you're hoping I'll discuss, send me a note and let me know. I hope you have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and I will talk to you on the next one. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to A Joyful Life with Jennifer, a podcast of Behind the Service. Join us every Monday for the latest episode with your host, Jen Ballou. Make sure you leave us a review and share with a friend. You can also follow us on our socials at Behind the Service Podcast.